Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. It's once again time for FOMO Friday. Yes, it's where we love to bring you the report of the different news stories that are happening and cure your fear of missing out uh, by simply bringing you these stories that you may or may not have heard about, especially if you've given up the propaganda media. And today we start off with this week's report with a series of articles from the Daily Wire and a bit of good news that I'm a little bit surprised would happen, especially this early. Well, Democrat mega donor Sam Bankman-Fried faces spending the rest of his life behind bars after an eight-count indictment was unsealed Tuesday against him in federal court. The Manhattan federal grand jury charged Bankman-Fried, a 30-year-old, with conspiracy to commit wire fraud, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit uh, commodities fraud, conspiracy to commit securities fraud, conspiracy to commit money laundering, and conspiracy to defraud the Federal uh, Election Commission and commit campaign finance violations. Uh, This is from a statement from the Department of Justice. Now, prosecutors allege that Bankman-Fried misappropriated billions of dollars of customers' funds deposited into the cryptocurrency exchange that he founded FTX was the name of this this exchange, and lied to investigators and lenders about the company and about his cryptocurrency hedge fund, um, Alameda Research. Now, Bankman-Fried and his co-conspirators were deceiving and conning customers of FTX from the inception of the company, prosecutors said. He allegedly used billions of dollars from customers for his own personal use to repay uh, loans owned by Alameda Research and to donate millions of dollars to political campaigns. Now, uh, Bankman-Fried was the Democrats' second largest donor this last political cycle, behind George Soros, of course. And donating he donated tens of millions of dollars to Democratic candidates and left-wing groups. Bankman-Fried... Uh, also defrauded lenders of the Alameda Research and equity investors in FTX by hiding his misuse of customer deposits. And this is what the prosecutors alleged. Bankman Freed tried to conceal the millions he gave to the to politicians by making his co-conspirators make the contributions under their names, is what they're saying. Now, Bankman Freed uh, faces up to 115 years in prison if convicted. Now, a judge denied Bankman-Fried's bail, of course, due to him being a great flight risk. <laughs> he lives in the Bahamas, of course. Uh, quote, the Justice Department has filed charges alleging that Bankman Samuel Bankman-Fried um, perpetrated a range of offenses in a global scheme to deceive and defraud customers and lenders of FTX and Alameda. The defendant's crypto hedge fund as well as a conspiracy to defraud the United States government, said the Attorney General Merrick Garland. We allege, she says, that the defendant conspired to defraud customers by misappropriating their deposits, 
to defraud lenders, to commit securities fraud and money laundering, and to violate campaign finance laws. As this indictment demonstrates, the U.S. US Department of Justice will aggressively investigate and prosecute alleged criminal wrongdoing in the financial system and violations of federal election laws. We will continue to work to ensure U.S. capital markets operate honestly and will be the the in, um, in, inter, intricacy that investors, uh, lenders, and the American people are entitled to. Okay, so beyond the mumbo-jumbo from Merrick Garland. Um, you know, being that, that he's the, the second biggest contributor to the Democratic Party, I really did not see them charging him this early, if, if at all. I mean, he must have really made some wealthy liberals mad <laughs> to, in order to have this come down this early. And speaking of liberals going to jail, a former Twitter employee was sentenced to 42 months in federal prison after he was convicted of um, accepting bribes and providing user data to Saudi Arabia's royal family. This is uh, what the Justice Department announced on Thursday as well. Uh, a senior United States judge Edward M. Chen delivered the sentence. The United States Attorney Stephanie M. Hins, a National Security Division Assistant Attorney General Matthew Olson, and FBI Special Agent in Charge uh, Robert K. Tripp stated that Amand about um, I'm going to slaughter his name here, but it's uh, Abamo is <laughs> Abamo. There we go. Abamo. I guess he's 45, and he worked as a media partners manager for the Middle East North America region. And he had assisted in uh, assessing, monitoring, and conveying uh, confidential and sensitive information that could be used to identify and locate Twitter users of interest to the Saudi royal family. Wow. This is a little bit disturbing here. Now, according to uh, Abawamamo, uh, two weeks uh, in his two-week trial, the prosecution laid out evidence that the former Walnut Creek, California resident had begun accepting bribes as far back as late 2014 from an official of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And without disclosing any of the gifts in accordance with the Twitter rules, he had accessed sensitive user data in order to share information on political dissidents and critics of the royal family. Uh-oh. <laughs> According to the DOJ report, the former Twitter employee had also lied about his involvement in the scheme when the FBI questioned him in 2018, even providing authorities with a fake invoice, uh, supposedly accounting for the payment that he received from the Saudi official. Now, some of the bribes that, that he was convicted uh, of receiving uh, were a, a Hublot watch, valued at uh, over $40,000 and two separate payments of $100,000 each deposited in a Lebanese bank account under his father's name. But, of course, he was able to have access to the, that account. Um, quote, this case revealed that foreign governments will bribe insiders to obtain the user information that is collected and stored by our Silicon Valley social media companies. This uh, was, was what U.S. Attorney Hins said after the sentence was handed down, noting that he that uh, Alabano uh, had, had been working with another person, but that 
that person had fled the country to avoid prosecution. Quote, court emphasized that defendant shared the, the user information with a foreign government known for not tolerating dissidents. I mean, they will kill him. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's happened before. And he did so working with his even more culpable co-defendant who fled the country rather than face trial. This sentence sends a message to insiders that with, with, with access to user information to safeguard it, particularly from repressive regimes or risk significant time in prison, he said. Now, in addition to his 42-month sentence, Judge Chen ordered uh, the uh, defendant to uh, consent to a subsequent three years of supervised release and forfeit assets in the amount of $242,000. Um, and to, to account for the, the direct payments and the watch. So basically you add, add it all up. It's, that's what it, it adds up to. And, and this is, this was really a particularly disturbing story as, as we, we put our trust in these companies to keep our, our private information private, right? They, they demand it when we sign up. And so we give, we give them this information and we you know, trust that they will keep it private. In this case, they didn't. But even more disturbing, really, is that they gave the customer information to a regime that then tracks these individuals. This was very dangerous and potentially deadly, really. Uh, I think maybe we'll start to see where some of this may have happened, uh, where people's lives were lost because of this information that got out. Uh, and, and we all know how homeschool students do uh, versus versus public school students, right? But how do homeschool students do in comparison to private school students and, and others? Well, homeschool students excel beyond their peers in private, charter, and public schools of the classic learning test, according to a rigorous standardized college entrance exam oriented toward classically educated students. Now, the exam utilized reading passages from classic texts written by individuals whose writings have had a long-lasting influence on culture and society, rather than the informative passages and, and more contemporary writings often used in like the SAT scores or, or the ACT. Now, the test on which students can, can earn a maximum of 120 points claims to more easily differentiate students at the upper uh, tail of the, of the of the distribution and then then the conventional college entrance exams uh, and an analysis of classic learning test outcomes by uh, Houston Christian University professor Lisa Trenlevine uh, found that homeschool students who took the exam earned mean scores of roughly 78 points um, surpassing private school students who earn means of 75. Charter school students earned means uh, scoring of 73, and public school students who <laughs> kind of dragged the rear here, uh, who earned mean uh, scores of only 66, making, of course, them the lowest of the cohorts. Uh, quote, this is consistent with prior research findings uh, of superior academic performance of homeschool students as compared to other school types, is what uh, Troy Levine uh, said. And the analysis was based on data from more than 12,000 students who took the classic learning test between 2016 and 2021. Now, classic learning test CEO Jeremy Tate, who created the exam in 2015, 
uh, postulated that the the freestyle structure offered by home education could provide an advantage over students in private school settings uh, and, and over the students in private school settings. Quote, homeschooled students simply have more time for leisure reading, he told the Daily Wire. Uh, we forget that the word school derives from the Greek shiol, which uh, originally means leisure. Uh, the connection between leisure and learning is profound, and, and factory model schooling is really antithetical to leisure, but in uh, but is common for homeschool students who are given time and space to Im- immerse themselves in great literature. Homeschool students especially excel beyond their peers on the verbal and the writing portions of the cla- uh, classic learning test, while scoring now, really equally uh, with pri- private and charter school students on the um, the the, the, the uh, quant- quantitative uh, segment of the test. Now, other su- uh, studies have shown uh, that homeschooled students achieve significantly better results on uh, con- conventional standard exams that the the, the national than those of the national average. Homeschoolers typically score 15 to 30 percentile points higher than the public school counterparts, while black homeschoolers uh, likewise score 23 to 42 percentile points above black public school students, according to the data from the National uh, Home Education Research Institute. Now, I would say this is just another reason to homeschool your kids if you can. I mean, there is a definite advantage for those that are homeschooled. But but what are the public schools doing about their dismal performance record here? I mean, this is not a new thing. This has been going on for a while now. And what do we see them doing? Well, they're worried about black conservative role model names on their schools. Dr. Ben Carson is a uh, paragon of of the American dream. He he raised he's raised by a, a poor single mother who forced him to read books instead of watching television in his spare time, and he was able to lift himself out of poverty in Detroit of all places and become a re- renowned neurosurgeon. In response to his four years of service in the Trump administration, community members pressed the city school board to scrub his name from the school uh, christened in his honor. Carson reacted to the decision earlier this week during an interview with Fox News host Sean Hannity by saying, quote, we seen, we're seeing this wokeness spreading throughout our community to the destruction of our community, he remarked. How does it do any good for us to demonize people with whom we disagree and to teach that to our children at a time when the math scores are down, the reading scores are down, academic performance is down? Residents began pushing for officials in the uh, Detroit Public School Community District to rename Benjamin Carson High School of Science and Medicine soon after the physician was confirmed to lead the Department of uh, of Housing and Urban Development in 2017. One board member said the residents of the impoverished Rust Belt City don't support the Trump administration, according to an opinion piece in the Detroit News. Board, of, uh, board member Sherry Gay Dagnodigo uh, said that she has received so many requests 
from community members about Carson's name due to the many and uh, of the disturbing remarks he made from the uh, for from the administration that he clings to. <laughs> wow, the opposition occurred uh, even though Carson, who is black, had widely been regarded as a model for students seeking to lift themselves from difficult circumstances. Instead of being a victim, he actually helped raise himself up. And he earned a bachelor's degree from Yale University and a medical degree from the University of Michigan, later becoming the director of of, uh, uh, pediatric neurosurgery at John Hopkins University at the age of 33. Even though such opportunities were difficult to obtain, for African-Americans at the time. And he pioneered the use uh, of the uh, hemispherocnomies, I guess is how you pronounce that. I don't speak medical, but but it's it, it basically it's to treat severe uh, pediatric uh, epilepsies and successfully conduct, uh, he, he, he successfully conducted several high-risk operations on conjoined twins. Last month's vote to change the name of the high school, which is is three quarters black by the way reportedly occurred even though the majority of the students who responded to a recent poll did not want to change the school's name they did it anyway dozens of staffers who worked under carson in the federal government penned an opinion piece published by fox news likewise condemning the move and saying quote we hope each student aspires to be the type of leader ben carson is a compassionate and humble man that cares deeply about the future of our children. The retired physician who was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2008 also leads the Carson Scholars Fund, which grants college scholarships to students who demonstrate academic excellence and community service. A devout Seventh-day Adventist, he often speaks of his faith as a critical factor behind his successes. Yeah. I am glad they voted to change the name of this school, right? Away from such a terrible man as as Ben Carson. I mean, all those things that I, that I, I brought to your attention here. I mean, th- those are terrible things, and we we need to not have his name on any kind of public school. And and really, <laughs> in all seriousness, this again goes to show that liberals don't really care about the black community. They only use the black community for their votes. And and if if they don't do and if they don't say exactly what they're supposed to do, they don't fall in line, then they're out and your name is off the school, right? I mean, this is this is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It shows the hypocrisy here. But it's not all bad news on the public school front though. A California school district voted this week to ban critical race theory from being taught in its schools. In a three to two vote, the Temecula Valley United School District in Southern California voted to ban schools from teaching CRT. The vote came at the end of a marathon session on Tuesday night that ran into the wee hours of Wednesday morning. A new conservative majority had just been sworn in at the beginning of the meeting. The TVUSD de- uh, desires to uplift and unite students by not imposing the responsibility of historical transgressions in the past and instead will engage students of all cultures in age-appropriate critical thinking that helps students navigate the past, present, and future. That's what the resolution said 
that banned the CRT. Now, the school board's resolution makes clear that teachers are not required to violate state, local, or federal laws and maintain that they adhere to the curriculum adopted by the board as the primary source of the context of, of instruction. The resolution also states that the board respects diversity by saying this, quote, racism has no place in American society, especially not in Temecula Valley Unified School District. The resolution states that the TVUSD condemns racism and will not tolerate racism and racist conduct. Now, this is from the East Bay Times. This is what they reported. And, and that the board passed another resolution condemning racism. The resolution continued, explicitly condemning critical race theory as, quote, an ideology based on false assumptions about the United States of America and its population, unquote. The foundation of which was was based on an artificial distortion of the traditional definition of racism. Now, the board also explicitly condemns CRT as a racist ideology in itself, which assigns general and uh, and radical guilt, uh, racial guilt, sorry, for conduct far in the past, violates the principle of equal protection under the law, and detracts from the underlying causes of real societal problems by framing all social issues as racial issues. This is awesome stuff, isn't it? Quote, critical race theory or other similar frameworks will not be used as a source to guide how topics related to race will be taught. And this is what the, the board said. The resolution then banned all of the following core tenets of critical race theory from being taught. This is what they banned. Uh, critic uh, racism is radical prejudice plus power, a concept that is often used to argue that only individuals classified as white people can be racist because only white people control society and individuals in ethnic minorities can cannot be racist because they do not control society. It also bans racism is uh, uh, originally the uh, and. Is ordinary. I'm sorry. Racism is ordinary, and the usual way society operates. It bans the the teaching of uh, interest uh, uh, convergence and material uh, determina uh, determinism. The this is the idea that moving away from racist policies is motivated particularly by the oppressor class class's own self interest. Uh, it bans um, the teaching of, of differential. Um, uh, radicalization, the, the idea that society radicalizes different minorities according to the needs of, of labor markets. Um, it bans the voice of color thesis, which is the belief that minority groups are inherently better equipped to speak about race and racism. Uh, the resolution also banned many core teachings that have their origins in CRT. So specifically, uh, that because of their race or sex, an individual inherently racist or or sexist, uh, whether consciously or unconsciously, they're inherently racist. Uh, it also bans a member of either uh, an oppressor or an oppressed class, uh, inherently morally superior to uh, or inferior to another race. Um, they they also banned uh, the the idea that an individual should be discriminated against or receive favored treatment on the basis of 
race or sex, um, bears responsibility for past actions committed by other members of the same group, uh, or should feel guilty or discomforted on the basis of race or sex. Well, furthermore, the resolution banned the idea of um, metocracy and, and hard work, uh, or the specific method of uh, methods uh, are inherently racist or sexist, or were created by members of one race to oppress another. It also banned the core principle of the 1619 Project. That's awesome. Um, that the the advent of slavery in the in American colonies was the real founding of the United States. And that the revolution um, and American independence from Britain was partly an effort to preserve slavery. Of course, all of this is taught by CRT, and it was all banned here. The resolution does not allow uh, some. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. It does allow some teaching of CRT, but only as a small role in ways that focus on its faults. Now, I love here how the new school board in their very first meeting, they get sworn in, and that very first meeting, they went about doing this. They first passed a resolution to condemn racism. So this is a great th- thing. You, It makes it harder to frame this as a racist act because the first thing that they did was they, they uh, passed a resolution to condemn racism and then proceeded to ban the promotion of CRT because uh, it's racist. That's a really good way to come at this. But CRT is not confined to just the classroom. A black activist appearing before California's first um, reparations task force meeting insisted that every black person in the state receive $350,000 and black owned businesses should receive $250,000. Max Fennell, who uh, is the first black professional triathlete, spoke in Oakland, the birthplace of the Black Panthers, of course, and said, it's a debt that's owed. We worked for free, he demanded, while speaking at Oakland City Hall. We're not asking. We're telling you, he said. The tangibles of what I'm asking is $350,000 per black American in California. That's tangible. Small business grant of $250,000 and land of between 15 and 20 acres each, he added. Well, (laughs) while we're at it, why don't we just throw in a free car and a Snickers bar, right? But let me continue. The task force is considering five acres in which, um, I'm sorry, five areas in which it claims black Americans have been harmed. The government taking property, the supposed um, devaluation of businesses owned by blacks, alleged mass incarceration, uh, health and housing issues, and, and that type of stuff. Its recommendations to the California uh, legislature must be delivered by July 1st. Um it, it, this is all because of back in September of 2020, California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom signed uh, a first uh, in the in in the nation law to create a state-based uh, task force to make recommendations on slavery re- reparations to the black community. And so this this uh, this council now is is now going forward with all of this, and it's and it's it's just it's just bad. I mean, how can you be giving taxpayer money to people based only on the color of their skin? How is that not racist? And and how dark does the skin need to be to in order to get the free money? I mean, we could go on and on and on about this, but 
Well, let's end today on a, on a lighter note. A Baltimore woman is now facing multiple charges after being accused of hiding a stolen Rolex watch inside her body on Sunday after previously being arrested in June and accused of stealing a $100,000 watch. Sarah Richards, who's 33, was in Las Vegas to face charges in court on December 12th for allegedly stealing a wristwatch valued at $100,000 from a man that she met in, 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 in a, a casino while she was visiting the city back in June. However, while Richards was in town to deal with those criminal charges, she allegedly added to the list after being accused of hiding a $12,000 wristwatch in places uh, that's unexpected, namely inside her genitals. So anyway, in June, a man claimed to police to have been dra- uh, drugged by a woman that, that he met um, at a, a Vegas uh, hotel casino and uh, had his $100,000 watch stolen. Uh, by uh, he's saying that, that he fell asleep in the room. He thought he was drugged, fell asleep, and when he woke up, his wristwatch wristwatch was gone uh, from his arm. <laughs> so at least he still had his arm, right? On Monday, the Baltimore woman was uh, was supposed to appear uh, on on that hearing when another man came forward, uh, with, and after he had called nine one one, saying his Rolex, his twelve thousand dollar Rolex had apparently been stolen in a room in very much the same type of way. When uh, when the police came to search the room, they couldn't find it. Uh, and But the, but the, the um, metal detector kept going off when they scanned her body. And so she said, okay, fine. You're just going to find it when I go to jail anyway. So you know, I, I, I don't want to put up with all that hassle. I, let, me, let me get you the watch. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so now she's facing more charges and uh, you know, it, it, some some people never learn. Anyway, you you may agree with 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 all of the, what we were talking about today. I would, I, and maybe you you would disagree. I would love to hear from you on it. And of course, you can always do that at uncommonsensepodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.